The following is a Stick Boy We Talk production. The following contest scheduled for one fall. I am the man. If you're some man, what the rock is talking. What it is, what it do, welcome to the One Fall Podcast, part two, Joshua Adamway, my not with Jill Johnson and Morton, and uh, part one, we talked about the returning of CM Punk to the wrestling world on AEW, what an exciting night for professional wrestling, and tomorrow night, wrestling doesn't stop. It's it's really a wrestling week. It's a, it's a combat sports week because tomorrow night in Las Vegas, you're getting one of the most exciting, anticipated returns in wrestling or combat sports history with Matt and Pacquiao fighting. And then there's SummerSlam also. Oh, Manny. God, I 80, hope he doesn't look. I hope he doesn't look old. 80 bucks for the fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope Manny wins too. I, I love Manny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so you know, it's just sad to me to see whenever an athlete hangs on for that one fight too much or that one season too long or whatever. Yeah, I and he already was getting to that point, and now yeah. I hope he's not. I hope yeah. I hope he can go out the way he wants to. Me too. But uh, we'll, we'll see there. Um, we also have SummerSlam. Um, interesting, you know, 10 matches on this card. It's going to be in Alliance Stadium. It'll be the first big show in Alliance Stadium, kind of a test for Super Bowls and everything to come. I mean, it's actually pretty crazy that, you know, the Raiders, until the preseason game they had this week, had, has not had a big event in that stadium and still really haven't like that Raider stadium hasn't even seen their quarterback or their running back or any of their major players play. Uh, yet here we are. Uh, SummerSlam will be the first big event in a beautiful stadium. That is Alliance stadium with a SummerSlam card that uh, it is not bad. There are some really big matches and there's some head scratching matches, but it overall um, the anticipation on the card obviously is dampered by the way that AEW has been running this week. Out of 10, I'd probably say I'm about a 6.5 as anticipation. What about you guys? You remember when Cena came out at the end of Money in the Bank yep. and we were so freaking hyped and so freaking excited. And we're like, yes, let's do it. Let's go. I'm ready. And then we just kind of started circling the toilet bowl solely. And just, we haven't gone down the toilet bowl, but we've been circling. I'd probably say I'm at a five, five for excitement. I think, I think just, I, I feel like I'm, I'm more drawn to AEW. I feel like I'm more rewarded watching AEW than I am WWE. I don't think they're going to deliver memorable moments or big time matches that are going to be like, holy crap, this is incredible. And I, I don't think Sasha and Bianca are going to... Uh, be able to top what they did at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's a, and that's a very, very tall order. Mm-hmm. And very, very few people can have that hit at the perfect time where they top what they've already done. It's, it's not an easy thing to do at all. And I just think, especially with what's been going on in the last couple uh, of days tied in with both of them, I'm curious if that match is even going to happen at SummerSlam. Um, I don't believe there's any angles that pulled them off. So I don't think they've they pulled the plug on it, but realistically, I'm at about a five for SummerSlam. More than probably you. about a five and a half, five point yeah. five, I'll say. You know, I'm not very excited, but uh, there's a couple matches I want to see. Um, yep. I, I I think the reason I don't have that excitement is because I don't feel like like how big is the crowd expected to be? Do you know? It's sold out. It's sold out. It's sold out. Well, yeah. when I watched WWE the last two weeks. The crowd has just not been hot at all. No. And it's so funny, Morton. I, wa- I did watch the first 10 minutes of SmackDown. And Cena came out. Uh, and I, this is the end of SmackDown when the Roman and the Cena face-to-face happened. Because we never see a face-to-face in WWE. We never see that. We never see a face-to-face. Um, 
<laughs> uh, and Pat McAfee's like, the roof is unbelievable. It's so loud in here. And I'm like, is this them just trying to save face because they know in 10 minutes what's about to happen on the other network with CM Punk coming out? Uh, and it just, it's just a misdirection. Watching Dynamite this past week even and how crazy everybody is. And then you watch SmackDown tonight and it's like, yeah, like they were having fun with, you know, Nakamura and his match. And when KO had his match, they were chanting for KO and it was fun, but it was like, cool. Like this is what, in, in some ways it feels like WWE is business class, right? It's, it's they, they all have, they all have their suits on, they're ready to go and they're acting really, really great. And then back AEW is coach. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's electric. And everyone's that, getting drunk and having a great time. It, it's like when Christian Wig jumps up in Bridesmaids, like, I'm ready to party. <laughs> and we have uh, at uh, GCW, we have Matt Cardona dressed up as ECW version of Vince McMahon. Oh, God. Yeah. He's 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 dressed up. I he's having a ball. Like wrestling, wrestling is fun right now. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really fun things going on right now. And there's some fun stuff on this card. So I guess let's let's get to it. And we're going to start with one of the funnest matches on the card uh, with Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie with Dewdrop. Oh, <laughs> see. This is why they're not going to get a huge crowd reaction. This is Most. things like this is why I, I, I find it such a chore to watch WWE sometimes. Oh, what will Lily do? Will we get another week from Lily? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> oh. So Eva, who? Eva Marie will win. Yes. Yes. Is this how they kill off the uh, Bliss character? I hope so. I. I will say this no. too. I don't like this argument that people like, oh, I can't believe they didn't hire this person. They hired Eva Marie. Like I, I put Eva Marie in a different category. Like they chose not to hire those people overall. Like, yeah, it's weird that Eva Marie has a job in some of them, but I, I think for what Eva does and all credit to her. And like, I don't really care about a lot of stuff that she does, but in credit to Eva Marie, she is good at the backstage stuff that she does. She is good at it. She's not great, but she is good at it. She knows how to draw heat. She knows how to be the character that she's supposed to be. But she's not great. She's not great at it. She's fine. She's good. Uh, Bliss is fine with this character, but I think without Wyatt connected to it, right? Without the theme connected to the, the Bliss character, there's such a disconnect now. And the Lily gimmick is just weird. And all we really want to see is Piper Nevin wrestle because <laughs> she's really good at it. Yeah, she's a good wrestler. She is. Um, you know, I... I don't blame, I think Alexa Bliss gives a very good performance mm-hmm. with a character that's awful mm-hmm. and creative that's terrible. You know? And uh, I guess you could say the same thing for Eva Marie. I, I don't think her creative has been awful. Um, nope. Awkward at I, times. I, I think awful. when Dewdrop does turn on her, it'll be a big a, well, a big pop for WWE. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm picking Eva the win. Yeah, I'm on side with that. I think Eva Marie wins. And I think, I'm guessing they're probably going to want to drop the the Bliss character. Unless they think, well, I mean, they were selling all those Lily things. So I guess they're going to, it it really depend on how how well she moves merch. I think they love having a character like this so much. They don't care. The reason they can get rid of Bray Wyatt is because they have this character. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to get rid of the character just because he's I gone. So. I don't think they're going to get rid of the character, but I think Eva may beat her because Dewdrop does interference or Dewdrop does something to Lily. Like she sits on the Lily. Or that's what's exactly what's going to fucking happen. She's going to sit on Lily. And you guys are quiet because you know that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and I'm excited for that. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Drew McIntyre and uh, Jinder Mahal. This will be the build-up to this has not been great the i don't know if you guys saw the promo of gender uh drew talking about the sword it's named after his mom and have you guys heard the story about drew's mom i haven't heard the story about drew's mom i did see the promo i have heard about the the sword or seen the sword his mom is a like a cancer survivor and he really thought his mom was gonna die like he really yeah. he, he really like he was ready to pull the plug so and uh, apparently 
John Pollock was talking about in his book, just the the, the passage on his a book talking about it. So he's named the sword after his mom. I can't remember his mom's name, but really good promo and, you know, cool with the sword there. This feud should be better because of their history back and forth and Veer and Shanky are banned from ringside. They're, they're useless. Um, it's kind of a crappy spot for Drew to be in. Um, but I just assume Drew will win this and they'll just kind of just keep him in a medium position until Bobby loses the title, I guess, or until Royal Rumble, well, they'll hype that that's Drew's next chance to get a world title shot. Yeah, I think I also see Drew going over. Um, yeah. Drew works so hard. He's so driven to have great matches. And gender is so below average yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as a worker he's good as a character you know yeah. but as a worker he's he's not i will be very curious to see what drew gets out of him i, I actually think he's going to carry him to a pretty good match i think it'll i think this will be like a three-star match yeah yeah joel i think i think this will be all right i think this will be fine i think drew's a good talent uh jin you know, the, the two of them are going to work really hard. They're going to absolutely want to deliver something decent. Yeah. And I think I think that's one of the things that makes Drew successful is he's a very driven fellow. So uh, I hope he's able to deliver and I hope he's able to give uh, uh, have a good match. But I think it'll probably be about a three and a half, three-star match. All right, next up we have Sheamus and Damian Priest for the United States Championship. Um, Sheamus has had some really good matches. It's a really good character. Uh, but it does seem like it's Damian Priest's time. Who do you got here, Joel? Oh, you you absolutely uh, push Damian Priest. He's the guy that you want to elevate and keep raising up higher and higher as much as possible because he is the talent that uh, you can invest in. And with his age, this is absolutely the time to go with him. Orn? Yeah, I mean, the thing about this is Damian Priest is... is the type of guy that they really believe they can market around. You know, he's got everything that they're looking for, you, you would think. So, I mean, if you're not going to elevate him right now, I, I, you know, then you're probably never going to do it. So, I mean, I, I think they're going to elevate him. I think as a match, it'll probably be pretty good too. I, I mean, you know, probably about three stars. Uh, Seamus works hard. Damian Priest is is a good athlete for, you know, um, for his size and for his age. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think Damian Priest goes over, and I think it's a decent match. Yeah, I got the same, too. I got I got Priest winning it. And, you know, and I, I think Sheamus has done a decent job of representing the U.S. title since um, since then. He's he's a guy that I think is just really underused in WWE because he's a, such a good talent, and they really botched that Drew promo. Uh uh, what they could have done with that feud because those two were having banger matches on Raw. We never really got to see the full succession of that. Uh, next up, we have the Usos uh, against the Mysterios. Um, I don't really have a lot to really say about this. I just, you know, I, I think this could this could be the turn by Dominic, maybe, unless they want to save it for WrestleMania. But I, I have the Usos going over. Yeah, I think so too. Street Profits maybe with the feud after this. It seems like the Usos go over because it feels like it did. That furthers all the storylines. You know, I, I can't be excited about this match, even though I know it'll be good because it's just too repetitive. It yeah. Feel, yeah. Like they, they want to keep the bloodline together too, right? Yeah, absolutely. For now, you know, there's a long term story there. When it, when it happens, I don't know. Maybe when The Rock shows up. Maybe. Um, maybe that's the way. So not not really too much to go there. Uh, the Raw Women's title, Nikki, do you guys, is it Nikki Ash or is Nikki A-S-H? Uh, H? It's Nikki A-S-H. Okay, I'm, Almost I'm gonna... a superhero. I think that's what they call her. Yeah. Um, Everything I've so, heard, they don't say Ash. But then they said Nikki Ash. Jimmy said Nikki Ash the other day. I'm like, what is it? So Nikki versus Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Um, I'm assuming Becky comes back on Raw the next night. So I kind of want to dictate it over that. The Nikki thing hasn't worked. She's not over. 
with the crowd. I, God bless her. I think she put a lot into the gimmick and she's done everything she can to make it work that she has. Right. But I think, you know, the booking, I should have saved that tweet that I sent you, Joel. It was like 50, 50, 50 booking Morton of just the back and forth. This, this feud has been Charlotte and Rhea. Oh yeah. Probably been in the worst feud of the year. Uh, I, I'll let one of you guys go and say kind of your pieces because I don't know yet. I just don't think Nikki's keeping it, I, but I don't know between Flair and Ripley yet. I think Flair's going to win the title because, you know, Charlotte Flair wins the title. And, and I think... I, I feel like we just... I feel like I just saw this match except for it was with uh, with Oscar, um, you know, yeah. instead of uh, instead of Nikki Ash. But other than that, uh, it, again, it feels so repetitive. Yeah, yeah, there's there's not a lot going here. Uh, I think the most interesting storyline tied in with these uh, these girls is unfortunately is the behind the scenes with Charlotte and the wondering what's going to happen with Charlotte moving forward. And that's why I think she probably gets the title because they're like, oh, this will keep Charlotte happy. This is she won't want to appear on AAA anymore. Like, let's put the title on her. Don't pay attention to where your father or your your husband is. Just just. Don't here's the title. Focus on this. I think that will be kind of the mindset with it. And it still will be a shoddy storytelling and just kind of shoddy booking and everything feels very it feels very ice cold right now. I will say that I would not be surprised if Nikki holds on to the belt, even though she hasn't really, you know, it's not really working. Because they're so stubborn that yes. they'll shove it down your throat. This is true. Well, because I'm also like, the problem is I have my AEW brain on right now. Well, the rest of pro wrestling brain on. And I'm like, well, <laughs> Becky, Becky, Becky versus Nikki doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> sense. WWE. What am I talking about here? Well, I still think Becky's going to end up on SmackDown. I, I, yeah, I think you may be right. Um, so I will say... I think you kind of convinced me more. And I, I say Nikki retained because Rhea getting the victory doesn't mean shit. Flair getting the victory doesn't mean anything. But Nikki getting the victory does matter. She If she gets the big win at SummerSlam versus a former NXT champion, former Raw champion, and Charlotte, it is a bigger deal for Nikki to get that win. So I will go with Nikki. I would agree with that. Next up, we have uh, one of the more anticipated matches. Now we're getting to the anticipated matches of the show. Um, the Raw Tag Team titles, AJ and Amos versus RK-Bro, which is the best part of Monday Night Raw. Not even, not even, Randy. Rid Riddle's probably the strongest thing that uh, WWE has going, at least on the Raw side. On the Raw side, yeah, definitely. Um I think RK Bro wins here, and then you kind of go with this together till at least December, until the breakup for what it looks like it'll be kind of what Jericho and KO was. Hopefully, not as bad of a match at WrestleMania, but I think you're kind of in for the typical tag team breakup for a, a Mania match eventually. Um, so I, I have Randy and and Riddle winning it, and. Then AJ and Amos can kind of uh, do their splits and get AJ back to being a singles wrestler. Because yeah, I imagine that. Oh, go they ahead. Pro they probably want to get the next thing on Edge's bucket list is probably Styles. Yeah, they're probably gonna want to move towards and that. We'll start the we'll start the Amos train. Yeah, choo -choo. I think that's my problem with this. Is the reason I'm yeah. having so much difficulty is because I see a split up angle for both teams. You know, uh, I see the teases for it for both teams, and I'm like, I don't know which one is going to be first. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll go RK Bro. Um, I think it'll be a really good match. It might be the biggest pop of the night, to be honest. <laughs> Other than if, Cena winning, that win. might be the biggest yeah. pop of the night. Yeah. And since I don't think Cena would win, nope. I I'm going with uh, Joel. Are you going RK Bro as well? I think RK bro. I think that that's the best way to extend it, though. I do think the turn happens somewhat sooner, and then they muddle around, and then mm -hmm. I don't know. I, they don't know how to book things long term anyway, so it's, I don't expect. No, them to... I I could the the turn could very well happen on Sunday. Yeah, yeah it could very it well. Could. It very well could. 
Uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins. We got a little bit of the brood tonight. Uh, Seth got a bloodbath courtesy of uh, with the brood music and everything. It was actually probably the highlight of SmackDown tonight. Uh, no, it's been a decent singles program building up to this. This might be the best actual wrestling match on the card. This has, like, if there was a potential to have a five-star match, which this will not be, this has the best chance to have that. Uh, for I, I have to say for Seth Rollins, for a guy so wonderfully talented, mm-hmm. I am never looking forward to his matches. I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm sick of his character. His in-ring work is repetitive, you know. That's not really his fault. That's the WWE style, but it is. Lots I know he's blades. better than what I see, and that's that frustrates me. I know he, if he had the, you know, the reins off, he'd be so much better, you know, if if he was let let to do whatever he wanted to do. So, and and outside of the ring, his real life personality annoys me as well. Like his comments about what John Moxley said this week, you know. What did he say? Um, oh, I, I can't remember the exact thing, but Moxley said that, you know, he didn't want to come back. And basically, you know, I mean, Seth was defending the WWE. He's, he's a WWE. He's loyal. I'll give him that. Yeah. But I find him so annoying. I never look forward to his matches. I just, uh, and as soon as he's in a feud, I go, ah, because it's been well, well enough done. You know, yeah, um, it has. I, I thought this is one of the better built programs of the entire SummerSlam card. Yeah, and I think Edge absolutely. is a big. I think Edge is a big reason for that, especially after the yeah. promo tonight. Yeah, I agree. And, I, I and using past that... history, which they never do well, they actually did well of saying that I should have used the curb stomp on you and back in 2014, and everything would have been over. Yeah, I think yeah. they never used. I mean, their it history should be a good well. match. It really should be a good match. It should it's be. Just I, I just can't get into Seth Rollins. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I, I think Rollins wins. I have Seth winning as well, Joel. Yeah, I think Seth wins as well. Because uh, I think he's the contender for Roman and sooner than, rather than later. No, I think Finn is next, but then I think Seth is not that far off. If The Rock isn't yeah. happening, Seth is the opponent. So then with that in mind, that means Edge is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> that's wwe logic isn't it someone loses and then well, i was like i was over. joking with joel morton i was like if sammy Guevara was in uh, on wwe on wednesday he oh, would have lost. lost yeah yeah uh, in his hometown when right after he proposes his girlfriend 100 that is perfect time to get heat pal well at least he's getting hitched ha ha that's what it would have been uh, yeah, I have uh, Seth in this one as well. Uh, next up, we have Bobby Lashley and Goldberg. Um, I'll say the really cool, only cool thing about this is, man, Goldberg's son looks awesome. <laughs> like, kid, uh, kid definitely grew. Oh my God, he sprouted up. I was yeah. like, I was wondering how many years has it been. I'm like, it doesn't feel like it's been that many that he'd be no. so much bigger. It's crazy, hey? Yeah. Uh, so it's, yeah. it's crazy. So is that kid uh, destined for the uh, football and pro wrestling route? Uh, I don't think he's going to be a wrestler. No, I don't know we'll a wrestler. Bill Simmons' kid has a better chance than Goldberg's, and I say. Yeah, he has the size, but I don't know how good a, you know, it's still a lot to, to become a good football player or wrestler. Yeah. Um, I, I still know that his dad has the love of the business that that he would feel it being, you know, like a fever catching it. Um, as far as the match, I think it's just a matter of how much of a squash it'll be, isn't it? Yeah, I think you kind of just do what Joel and I saw at Survivor Series, really. Yeah. Uh, in some ways, really, right? Like uh, big move, uh, big it, move, finisher, finisher, finisher. Yep. Over maybe, three minutes. Maybe Goldberg gets the first spear and then he's going to go for the jackhammer. Then Bobby gets the. Gets a spear, gets a spear, and then Bobby kind of does is the sleeper hold or whatever that he's been calling the uh, I don't know what he calls Locked. the all yeah, and then uh, then then that's a wrap. But the, the problem is like I, on Raw, like I don't know who the next challenger for Bobby is. So that's the problem is that they're doing such a perfect job building Brock Lesnar, and a yeah. match I feel like we'll never get. 
And that's I mean, all Bobby Lashley talks about. Called. He was on the Austin podcast. I yeah. want Brock. I want Brock. It's like, you're not getting him. He called him out this week again. Yep. Just, that's all Bobby wants. He wants the Brock match. And that's all we want as fans. But yep. we don't get it. It's all we want. But I don't think Brock Brock's going to play. No. Uh, I, I, I think I have Bobby winning this. Sounds like you have Bobby winning this more. Do you have yeah. Goldberg swerving us, Joel? No, oh, God, no. No. Um, I'd love to see Big E in this situation, but unfortunately he's not, and he has his money in the bank stolen. I believe Baron Corbin still holds it, and he calls yeah, it's it a his 24/7 precious. Title. It's a 24-7 title now, apparently. If Corbin cashes it in, then you've killed the money in the bank. Yep. You've absolutely killed the money in the bank, and man, they do a great job killing their gimmicks. They do a great <laughs> fucking job killing their gimmicks. Sure do. All right. Remember Next. how much you, you you remember how much how much fun we had at Survivor Series versus Brock, uh, mm-hmm. Brock versus Goldberg, and it's an easy formula. And this, I don't care. I do not care about Bobby versus Goldberg. I don't. I don't care. I will admit I, they they hooked me a little on Raw. I'm not gonna lie, and maybe it's the stuff with his son that I bought into, but they hooked me in a little bit. I just they didn't hook me in. I have to say, you know, I mean, it's it's the the problem of I, I just I can't even justify the idea that Goldberg is getting a title match. It comes back to the whole thing. In AEW, wins and losses actually matter? Yes. I guess I just got hooked in just because of the idea and saying, like, I'm, I'm you know, I've, I fought for my son then. I don't want him to see who Goldberg is. I wanted, uh, was. It's kind of, it's like, oh, right, yeah, like, I guess just the idea of who Bill Goldberg is as a human and, like, doing something for his son now, that's the part I bought into. I should correct myself. That part I yeah, kind I of get like, that. okay, I get that. that's cool. I'm like that's cool, Bill. Like I always have a soft spot for you, Bill. The match itself, I'm like uh, let's just get past this. Um, all right. So next we have the WrestleMania rematch: Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. I've you know I've been on this podcast. Everyone knows how much I love Sasha. I'm a Sasha Mark. Um, well, like last time we did this, Boba Fett was about to start filming. Uh, well, in two weeks, <laughs> The Mandalorian starts filming. So Bianca goes over again. Pretty much as simple as that to me. And I think that's a huge loss for SmackDown to lose Sasha because if you look at the ratings of Sasha's on, she's one of the biggest draws outside of Cena and Roman. Oh, absolutely. She's she's money. She's money. There's a reason why she's one of their, their biggest stars. And it's funny because you're walking watching that star slowly walk out the door. And I think this match in itself is going to be a good match. I think both these women are incredibly talented. I think Bianca is incredibly talented. And I think we've proven time and time again that Sasha Banks is very, very, very good at what she does as a professional wrestler. Um, I just, I don't know if they're going to be able to top what they did at Mania. I'd like them to. It'd be nothing more than be like, I was wrong. That was incredible. That was the match of the night. And I hope they do it. I really hope they do it. But I feel like it's just, I feel like for them to top it, Sasha has to win. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think Sasha getting the win and then being one and one in big, big matches with respectively winning one at WrestleMania, winning one at SummerSlam, and then you have the rubber match. I think that's how you get to that next step. But maybe, maybe Bianca winning again and it really makes Sasha desperate for that win. Maybe, maybe that's the story that you're telling, but I don't know if they even know what story they're telling. Like, there's no... We get rewarded by all elite wrestling. They reward us as fans following along and paying attention to the Easter eggs and the little little nods and the little nuances that they'll add in there. WWE doesn't do that. And so that I think that hurts my viewing experience for WWE matches, where I can't trust them enough to tell a good story and have a good match i think i always think i'm going to be always there's going to be a ceiling right now with wwe uh matches that they do it's always going to be kind of held back because it's like well what are you going to do next because you're going to let me down if i get too invested in this 
So I'm, I really hope they deliver. This is the match that I hope the most just knocks it out of the freaking park. Yeah. Um, you're going with Bianca as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have to, especially with Mandalorian filming, like you just, that's going to require all of Sasha's time. So maybe Sasha's Come not going to be. She's, she's been on two episodes of the Mandalorian. She'll maybe be on one or two this season. She's not here's a regular, the, prob- regular. the problem is though, Morton, is that they're going to Mandalore in this one. And yeah. she, her being a Mandalorian and being, uh, I could go into whole Clone Wars thing. That that part makes me think that she's going to be used a lot more. And has well, possibly, but even if she's used a lot more, even Gina Carano wasn't on every episode. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I just think that Bianca's going to win. I I would prefer Sasha wins, obviously, but uh, well, the thing is, is Becky is the wrench in the system. Yes, you know, she she is not knowing what they want to do. Becky versus Bianca. They could. I don't I know. Mean, Sasha makes more sense because Sasha can be like, "I held it down when you were gone." I, I think, like, you know, Bailey. Bailey would have been that person too, but Sasha took the mantle when Becky left and became the best woman in that company. I and think that's the story think, to go with. I think Sasha is going to win it, and I think she's going to only hold it for. It could well, only be she, less than a week. I would not be surprised Be- if she loses on Friday. And then Bex takes it? Either Becky or Bianca brings it back. Mm-hmm. I, I see either one happening. I, uh, but I think she'll win Sunday. I think it'll be a good match. I hope so. I mean, you were lower on that uh, WrestleMania match than Joel and I were, too. Yeah, I think it was the moment was big. But the yes. match itself, I, I wasn't as huge on. It could have been longer. I, I think that's the one thing, like, rewatching the back. I love that match. But I feel like it was kind of like with the AJ and the Nakamura match at WrestleMania. Good match. But they missed the crescendo was about to come and then they cut it off at the heels. I agree. And and there was like, oh, you're you're so close. You're so close. You're so close. And they cut it off at the heels like you needed the extra kickouts or whatnot. Uh, Then our main event, John Cena versus Roman Reigns. It's going to be a really fun match between these two. Um, I don't really think there's a doubt about who's going to win it. Uh, I guess uh, the the question is, will The Rock come out afterwards? And, but and, and if Roman li- loses, he will leave WWE, which is an intriguing well, storyline on top of it. Well, my I think my question is, does Roman win clean as a whistle? Yeah, maybe. Martin. Hmm. No, I think I think uh, you, you think the, the Usos get involved. Usos, yeah, okay, yeah. But I, I I do see Reigns winning. I think it'll be a really fun match too. I it these the last two matches we've talked about have the potential for being match of the night. So those yeah, two absolutely. matches. Uh, so you've got a really strong back end of your show, so that's good. Uh, I think this will be fun. I really have my doubts Rocky's going to be there. I think if Rocky's going to show up anywhere, it'll be uh, something like a Survivor Series or Royal Rumble. Yeah, I don't think The Rock will be there, but you never know. You never know. Never know. I mean, that would be a way for them to kind of take a little bit of the weekend back from the CM Punk buzz is The Rock. It's a little bit of it. It's not going to take the whole thing back, but overall, uh, on this card, like as we went through it, like there's only there's like four matches I'm looking forward to, Edge and Seth, Bianca, Sasha, uh, Roman and Cena, and the RK Bro match are the four I'm in- intrigued by. Yeah, it's just you know, it's a stale product, and you know that the wrestlers are better than they're allowed to be. It's it's yeah. just tough to get excited about. WWE needs to do something to make me excited, and you know it's it's just tough. Well, let's move to NXT TakeOver. Again, like I said, the worst logo ever. Have you guys seen this logo? Oh, I saw it. It looks like a five. Yeah. Like, I keep on looking at it, like, it, like giving it, oh, TakeOver 30, uh, 36. Really, the end of an era. It's, it's the last TakeOver probably as we know it. Which is sad, but yeah. on the other hand, you know what they say about uh, shooting an injured horse better than letting us suffer 
Yep. So uh, let's get to this card. Um, we have a pre-show match with Trey Baxter and Ridge Holland. Unfortunately, I can't say I'm too familiar with either of these gentlemen. I don't know how familiar either one of you guys are to shit either. Rich Holland was the one that got hurt uh, in the ring as the gnarly as a little bit of a gnarly injury. So it's mm. good to see him back. They were kind of positioning him to be in a, a decent spot, and then he got hurt. So it'd be nice to have him back. Uh, I I think. I mean, it's nice to have him back because I'm thinking that NXT is going to stay the same and everything's going to change. But I think, if I remember correctly, he's a bigger body, he so is, he'll yeah. probably, so he'll probably be what they kind of want and are looking for. So that he's probably a little more safe. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think he goes too. over as well. I I do think. I mean, if you're having this tournament and he is going over, I would think that it's because you have plans to do something with him. I would hope. I mean, I know everything's going to change, but I would still think that there would be at least that much foresight into what you're going to do. Uh, next up, you have LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes with Ted DiBiase. If Grimes loses, DiBiase must become Knight's butler. As much as I really want to see that, I do think Cameron Grimes wins this because uh, I, th- I think Sean and Hunter are going to make sure that that happens. They're booking because this is probably the last big moment Cameron Grimes gets in NXT, and he's over like Rover. Yeah, I think it's the last big moment for him too, and it's too bad because he's awesome. Yeah, I also think LA Knight. To the moon! Honestly, I think LA Knight honestly has uh, has a chance on the main roster to do well. I do too. I think he's one of the few guys. He's might be he might be to me the number one prospect in NXT right now for the main roster. Yeah, I agree because uh, he can talk and he's he's got fairly good size. Fairly good work, you know, good look. He's 6'1", um, not barely not a little person. Yeah, exactly. He, he's, yeah. He's, but just enough, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think LA Knights is probably, I think, the number one prospect there. And uh, uh, I, do think, I do think Grimes is going over because I wouldn't be surprised to see LA Knight at the main roster sooner rather than later. Joel? Uh, uh, I think Grimes wins as well. Uh, the question is, how much longer does Grimes have a job? Not long. Not long. That's that's, that's scary. That is yeah. scary. Because getting that, over means nothing to them. No. You it, know it does. It does to Hunter and Sean, but it won't to anybody else. It for anyone. I my heart breaks for anyone in NXT. Hey, he won't be a, he won't be out of unemployed for very long. No. Before he ends up in <laughs> probably Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he'll go back. He'll go back there. But it's just NXT like. It feel this feels like the end, and how like I've been to two takeovers live. I believe more than you've seen NXT live before WrestleMania 31, before it was doing the takeovers, correct? Yeah, that's right. And like the takeover that you and me went to, Josh, was phenomenal. It was a blast. That was Ty Dillinger and Bobby, the Ten Chance. That was Oscar, Mickey James, and. Uh, Joe and uh, Nakamura. Hey, you're forgetting something. I I'm gonna throw a shoe at you. Forgetting fucking it. shark cage match. No, the DIY versus oh, FTR. Yeah. Two out of three falls. And then so that good. One, maybe the best match. No, not even maybe. It's the best match I've ever seen live. Which I do think Dave ripped them off by not giving them five stars in that one. Yes, yeah, that was a phenomenal match. It was hey, amazing. You know, I had I had a good night too. We had good matches. Would you have? Um, the main event was actually Charlotte versus uh, Sasha, oh, and wow. uh, they they tore the house down. Of course they oh, did. And, and I they mean, also had Finn versus Finn oh. versus uh, Kevin Owens. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh man. Uh, and like for me, like I got to see another takeover, and I got to see Gold Cole Gargano, which should have been Champa and Gargano, but. That's neither here nor there. And that was incredible. Walter and Pete. Uh, Black and Ricochet versus uh, War Machine. Uh, Riddle versus Redacted. We don't talk about who we faced that night. Uh, what was the women's match again? That was a fatal four way. I got to see Io Shirai and uh, Kyrie Zane. Uh, I believe Bianca was in there. I'm trying to remember who the fourth one was. Uh, but oh, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And, you know, we should be talking about uh, Cameron Grimes going to the moon and getting to 
chase the NXT World Heavyweight title and then they'd be like, oh, we don't know what's going to happen next. But it really feels like this is the end of the road for a lot of really talented people. Like you said, they won't be unemployed, but it's a shame that NXT is about to change. Uh, next up, we have the NXT UK Championship. Unfortunately, again, <laughs> I'm trying not to be a Debbie Downer. I don't know how long this championship is going to exist for. Oh, uh, no. Ilya Dragunov versus Walter. Um, great match. Match of weird... the weekend. Match of the weekend. Guaranteed. Match of the weekend. Yeah, it's just weird booking beforehand having Dragunov lose to Pete Dunne. That was random, like Monday Night Raw booking in NXT. But nonetheless, yeah, that. really good match. I think Dragunov is going to win. I think they're setting up Dunn versus Walter, so I think Walter will hold on. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, but I mean, their match in front of no crowds was so hard hitting last year. Yeah. One of the best match, maybe the best, probably the best match in WWE of the year. I think um, they did have it as the the WWE.com uh, had it as the match of the year. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. So I mean, I have high hopes. It'll be again super stiff. It will be very oh. good. It's very very it's, good. I'm so looking forward to this match. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, do you see anything with Walter for the main roster? No, no, I just don't see it. He doesn't want it either. So yeah, uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Dakota Kai. I would absolutely love Dakota Kai to have the championship. I think she's busted her ass. She's gone through so much stuff. Uh, booking wise, it makes no sense for her to get it, even in WWE, and especially with you know the the new side there. And Dakota's already losing on main event even before this happened. Uh, so I have Raquel Gonzalez winning. Uh, although, like you know, you would assume the main event is in Raquel's future going forward, and I think she is steadily improved in the ring. But how she will be be without uh, Dakota will be interesting. But I do think Dakota can carry her to a good match. So I have Raquel uh, retaining. I'm gonna go off off base and I'm going to pick Dakota to win. I Good. think, I'm, I think that'll be, uh, I think Hunter, Hunter and them are going to at least want to give something. Uh, and I think Dakota, like Dakota and Tegan Knox went through so freaking mm-hmm. much to get to this point. I'm really happy that Knox is getting time on SmackDown. I'd oh, love to see to Natty. You brought that up. Natty's back after three months with what she did to her leg. And I know they lost to Tegan and uh, Shotzi tonight, but Holy hell. Again, Calgary spirit, man. Uh, lost again, you should say. Yeah, three and zero now, losing. I, they, uh, I, I'd love to see Tegan uh, and Dakota feud for the NXT Women's Title. I think that would have been the perfect conclusion. But uh, I'm glad to see Knox doing well. Uh, it's it, it's just great to see both uh, both women doing well. But I'm going to pick Dakota to get the win. By the way, Knotts and Shoxy, they don't even feel like they should be partners. Like, no. like what's the there's no gimmick or anything that makes me feel like anyways. Um Zero reason. at least like a, at least they're trying to make new stars. Yeah. Uh, in the women's division. Uh yeah, I think Gonzalez goes over. I think that they really pushed this storyline forward really quickly suddenly. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's a shame because you know again it's no long-term storytelling maybe because hunter saw what was coming and he's like we got to get this done before what's going to happen that makes sense i suppose if you look at it that way but yeah Yeah. i mean it really was one that it was like i i thought that uh i thought this was going to go on for a while and and we were going to get take it over a mania yeah yeah it's it's, so that's that's the thing for me I, i think i'm probably not as excited as it could be because the storyline was rushed. I agree. That, that's my concern. I was like, oh, it happened fast. Like, I thought these two would have a war games with two other people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do we go with next? What do you guys think the main event is? I think it's got to be Cross and Joe. Okay, so we'll go to Cole and Riley then. Uh, Cole and Riley, two out of three uh, match, traditional wrestling match, street fight, steel cage if necessary. There'll be a steel cage. Um, <laughs> uh, I I don't know what to expect here because it, does it come down to if Adam Cole resigned or not? Is my first question before I make my pick to you, Joel. 
I think Adam Cole's going to resign with WWE. I, as much as we were in the, the previous episode talking about everything that was happening, I think Cole's desire to to do something in WWE is very strong. At least that's my my guess. Um, I think he's going to try to take a stab at doing something in WWE fully before he he walks away. Uh, but I I think he resigns. But I think he loses here. I think he loses here. He goes up, and O'Reilly stays uh, in NXT. Yeah, I think O'Reilly wins. I think uh, O'Reilly wins the the street fight. Cole wins the wrestling match, the traditional wrestling match. Thinks then Riley wins a street fight, then Riley wins in the steel cage. Yeah, that's my prediction. I'll just be different and say Adam Cole wins, but I do think Adam Cole's resigning as well. I don't think Adam Cole's resigning. So okay. I hope the futures is right is right again. I really do. He normally is. He normally is. Damn uh, him. And then I, I think this is, this, you know, you mentioned the Walter match. This could be the uh, the event. And this is a good takeover card. Like, you know, it's just, it's just the, it's the future on Stormcloud that's on top of NXT that kind of puts a downer on it, but it's a hell of a card. Like, it's just, it's unfortunate with the cloud that's on top of it all. The main event is Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe. Talk about Stormcloud over something. How, wh- what did the fuck is the booking here? <laughs> with the clusterfuck that they have had on Raw. Like, I don't know I don't know what to expect here. Do you have Joe win, and then you make Cross look weak on Raw? Do you have Cross win and beat Joe, and then this was all kind of pointless, and then he's on the main roster with his NXT title? What the hell do you do here? Because I still don't know. I, I'm assuming I'm Joe's pretty winning, sure. but I'm I have pretty no sure idea Joe's going to win so that Cross yeah. can go on the main roster. Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, Cross will be on the main roster for about another two, three weeks, month maybe, of kind of, you know, 50-50 booking. Then they bring in Scarlet when she's healthy, which mm-hmm. she isn't right now. They bring in Scarlet and heat them up. I what's think that's what's going to happen. Do we know what's wrong with Scarlet? Uh, I don't, I think it was some sort of leg injury. I don't remember exactly the details, but she's not, okay. she's not cleared right now to okay. wrestle, so. Um, it's not a major injury or anything, but she's not clear right. to Russell. Joel? Uh, I think Joe Joe wins. I think that's probably exactly what happens with uh, Cross as Scarlet shows up, beats him up. Uh, where do you go next? Who faces Joe next? Maybe LA Knight, maybe Kyle O'Reilly. O'Reilly and Joe? Well, that wouldn't be bad. God. Um, LA Knight and Joe. Joe. Do they want Joe to be the champion in NXT? Because they don't. My other reason is why I think Cross could win still is because if the thing is we don't want older guys there, do you really want old ass Samoa Joe as your champion? I think he's just a transition champion. Yeah, I think so too. I think yeah. he'd be a transitional champion. You sure. know, somebody then, we don't even somebody we don't even know is going to come in that six foot eight. And yeah. 300 pounds. Almost. And green as hell. It's going to come in and win that title from him right away. And by the way, LA Knight's not a spring chicken either. He's 38 years old. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. So, I mean, and look, I, the one thing I will say about this idea of, of the new NXT is they do need to get younger. I don't agree with not having the little, like, the little person syndrome. I'm not going to say the other word because it's not right. Um, but having the little person syndrome that they have there and the, none of the flippy guys anymore. I think that's the wrong attitude, but bringing in young new talent, that is the right attitude to have. There's no doubt about that. Because as I, you I were saying, Warren, with... all the way back to the uh, uh, Rumble, like, holy crap, that age was bad. Yeah. No, so the roster need needs to talent. get younger. Don't get me yes. wrong. It's the way they're going about it. Yes. It's because they're looking at guys like Jungle Boy and thinking it can't get over when the truth yes. is, we know they can. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, they, they absolutely need to get younger. No question yeah. about that. That Carmelo, I think Carmelo Hayes that they have, I like him a lot. Uh, you know the guy, the, the act I've liked the most on NXT lately row? is Swerve Scott. Swerve Scott and his yeah. hit row, hit row. I, I, Why are I they not on this card? Why are they not on this I know, card? I was wondering that because they could have done hit row versus uh, Escobar's group. Yep, yep. easily. That six-man match, that yeah. that should be your start of the show. That's literally the hottest way you can start the show. Yeah. yeah. 
The crowd would be buzzing. It would be fantastic. Over right now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very over. A terrific act. Yeah, they really are. They're over for now. Yes, for, <laughs> for now. now, exactly. So there we go. At the end of the NXT era, potentially this week. Uh, if you're in Canada, um, you don't have to uh, necessarily. If you if you wanted to skip SummerSlam, but you wanted to watch Takeover, just watch it on your local Sportsnet uh, Sportsnet channel because it's going to be on Sportsnet 360. No promotion has been done for it unless you follow the dirt sheets or listen to us here at One Fall, but it will be on Sportsnet. So you don't need uh, <laughs> you don't need the network to watch uh, Takeover this week. So there's SummerSlam weekend for you. It's been a you know it's a fun uh, week to be a wrestling fan. You know, obviously we did the first part here talking about CM Punk returning, so go check out that one. And then uh, we'll see. Everything what feels like a letdown after that, doesn't oh, it? Oh God, yeah, yeah, definitely a little bit, doesn't it? Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll see how SummerSlam goes, how the Manny Pacquiao fight goes, and then how TakeOver goes the next way. It's a very interesting week in combat sports. And then don't forget, on Monday Night Raw, we can live Logan Paul, John Morrison, and The Miz, <laughs> who are the, probably the second biggest act on Monday Night Raw. And the fact they're not on here is weird. Oh, I maybe bet they make an appearance, Yeah, they'll probably do something. I, bet, they've been, they've I think been we'll see Johnny Drift Drift. I hope so. I, I, man, I would put the time like that's who I would turn face by the way and face Bobby. Yeah, that would work. He's over. He is over. But I just, I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll pull the trigger because that's what this company does. So, anyways, everyone, Uh, uh, and you know, go ahead, Joel. uh, Last thing before I go, uh, following uh, CM Punk's debut, the average secondary market ticket the price for all out is currently at $993. That is not a typo. Wow. Oh, wow. How many views is that sucker right now? (laughs) How many views? Okay, let's go back before we get out of here. And I saw this, uh, the the YouTube has been going up too. Uh, We are now at 2.6. Yeah. 2.6 2.6 million and the YouTube Morton is now at half a million. <laughs> yeah. And just going to keep going up. Yep. Yep. Man. Yep. So there you go, everyone. And uh, enjoy the, the rest of the week for uh, everything we have here for wrestling. And until next time, folks, cheers. Mwah, 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 mwah. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>